How do you define a year? One trip around the sun? There are actually different ways to define a year, and those definitions yield different values. Listen and learn why a year can be hard to pin down. Today on the Physics Buzz Podcast. Well, it's January, so according to the good old Gregorian calendar, we have just started a new year. Most of you probably know that a year refers to the time it takes Earth to complete one trip around the sun. Seems straightforward enough, but would I be doing a podcast about it if it were that easy? Probably not. You see, there are actually a few different ways to measure one year on Earth. So let's say you didn't have a calendar. How would you measure the passing of a year? If you know a little bit about astronomy, you might know that the sun's position in the sky changes over the course of a year. So in the winter, it's lower in the sky and the days are shorter. And in the summer, it's higher in the sky and the days are longer. If you map the sun's position in the sky for an entire year, you see that it carves out a sort of lopsided figure eight, and this is called an analemma. So we can measure a year based on how long it takes the sun to make one pass through the analemma. This is called the tropical year, or sometimes the solar year. But if you're more of a night owl, you might know that stars also make a yearly cycle through the sky. As we orbit 360 degrees around the sun, the stars that we see at night change. Constellations visible in the summer gradually dip below the horizon and are hidden on the other side of the sun in the winter. But they reappear every year when the summer returns. Just as we can measure the position of the sun in the sky, we can also measure the position of the stars. When the stars complete one full cycle and return to the same position they were in last year, We call that a sidereal year. But there is yet another way to measure one year, and that is simply one trip on our orbital path around the sun. If this path were a racetrack, this is how long it would take us to make one full lap. These might all seem like reasonable ways to measure a year, and yet they all yield different values. There are two main fluctuations in Earth's yearly motions which cause these measurements to differ. The first is the Earth's axial precession. The Earth is rotating on its axis. That's what gives us the days. The Earth makes one full rotation just about every 24 hours. The axis is the imaginary pole that it spins on. So it's as if there were a pole running through the Earth from North Pole to South Pole possibly where they got their names. The rotating Earth looks very much like a little toy top, spinning on the floor. But Earth's axis is not straight up and down, it's tilted, and the axis itself is moving. It's making a little circle. This is like when a top slows down and wobbles. Its axis might tilt and then move in a circle. This change in the orientation of the axis is called precessing. For the most part, during our orbit around the sun, the Earth's axis appears to be stationary. It looks like it's pointing in just one direction. But over many thousands of years, it will move enough to carve out a complete circle. This tiny additional movement from the precession of the axis pushes the Earth ahead just a little bit. Over the course of 365 days, that means that the sun appears to finish its loop around the analemma 20 minutes earlier than if there were no axial precession. 
The sidereal year and the anomalistic year are not determined by this particular motion of the Earth, so their length is unaffected. And thus, the tropical year is about 20 minutes shorter than the sidereal year. Our modern calendar is mostly based on the tropical year. Tropical year is about 365.25 days, and we have 365 days in our calendar. Every four years, we add one day to make up for that extra quarter. But this means that every year, the cycle of the stars moves about 20 minutes ahead of our calendar. And the next year, it will be 40 minutes ahead, and the next year, an hour. And over about 13,000 years, the constellations that once appeared in the summer will appear in the winter. Our position on the orbital racetrack determines what stars we see at night. So if the track were stationary, the sidereal year and the anomalistic year would be the same. But the track isn't stationary. Yes, the orbital path that Earth takes around the sun is shifting. Just like the axial precession, this causes the sidereal year to be a little shorter than it would be without this movement. So the sidereal year is about 25 minutes shorter than the anomalistic year. It took a long time for people to work out a calendar that worked with this slightly tricky and always changing natural system. Other editions of the Earth calendar came before the Gregorian calendar that we have now, and we may change it again in the future. It's difficult to build a good calendar because order and stability are human constructs. Nature prefers change. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz. Thank you.